Hey, actor. Whether you're a listener of our podcast or just in search of some coaching, we're so happy you found us. Do you know how Speak LA got its name? When we first arrived in Hollywood, we quickly realized there was a language to this business that we didn't yet speak. The language of the film and television business. The language of the Hollywood entertainment industry. Here at Speak LA, we teach new actors to speak that language fluently. So if you have a lot of training, but you don't yet know how to conquer the biz, like many of us, you may wish there was more of a template. You wonder, how do I get an agent? Do I even need an agent? How do I get auditions? Do I need to live in Los Angeles to have a real career? How do I meet casting directors? Is social media important to my success? Why is it so hard to book work? Why isn't my career happening faster? Am I running out of time? No, but you've come to the right place. We have coached hundreds of new actors in the business of acting, helping them each achieve their unique goals. We're your new best friends here to help you navigate this business the right way. We want to save you money. We want to help you avoid the scams. And we want you to be a working professional actor filled with joy, confidence, and success. To join or for more information about the Speak LA membership, go to ispeakla.com. That's ispeakla.com. Today's episode of Speak LA, the podcast, is sponsored by Actors Connection. Before we begin, one of the things we most often hear from our listeners is how hard it is to find an agent. If this is something you are struggling with, go to I Speak LA and download our free agent package now. There's no shame in not having an agent, but we want to help you get one. So go to ispeakla.com and grab the free agent guide now. Hey, Jen. Hey, Pam. <laughs> Yay, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are good, you? Good, So happy to be here today and be talking to Maddie. Oh my God, me too. He's such a lovely human. It's going to be so fun I to know. have him. I, we're just so lucky to have to get to talk to him. Yes, actor, comic, poet, just, a, just an all-around great guy. Yeah, and you guys will know him, of course, from Series of Unfortunate Events and, as everyone knows and loves, Stranger, Stranger Things. things. <laughs> yeah, so let's get to this interview. I'm so excited. Yeah, let's get to Maddie. How old were you when you moved to L.A.? Uh, I was um, 19, actually. I was 19 when I moved to L.A. in uh, 2002, and... Uh, I went to the New York Film Academy at the uh, yeah New York Film Academy there in Studio City, um, and it was awesome. Yeah, very. That's cool. really cool. Did you know anyone here? Um, I didn't. No, uh, no. My first experience moving to LA is I I moved here in 2002, and I lived in the Oakwood Apartments, which is now called the Avalon, I believe. And I didn't know this at the time, but it's like it's like where all the um, kids will go during pilot season, um, travel to L.A. to stay, and they'll stay at Oakwood Apartments. So it was like me and a bunch of like Disney actors. <laughs> and, uh, but but another thing, but another weird thing about my first experience, literally pulling into Oakwood, was um, there was like a SWAT team. 
like that was like busting some <laughs> drug deal going down oh, or something. And I was just like, uh, I, calling my mom being like I, I think, I don't think this is the right place for me. Mom. <laughs> I'm so freaked out. Um, yeah. About how much money did you have when you first arrived? Um, not much, to be honest. <laughs> I, I was relying on my parents. Uh, I went to New York Film Academy, so I, you know, we, I think we we took out a loan through uh, Sally May. My parents did, and they they paid for that, and they they supported me quite a bit uh, in the first few years that I lived here because I didn't really go to college. I went to like a, you know, New York Film Academy was like a certificate program. And I went there for about a year and then I took another program there at the New York Film Academy. And uh, I loved it. It was honestly like, it was like, it was just amazing to have something that you really love every morning when you get up that you're just excited like to work on like with your friends uh, making a film or you know, and that was a great experience for me because I got to get into, um, you know, all the ins and outs of um, what it was like to be on a set. You know, I did, I operated sound, I did the camera, I did lighting, I did everything, I did acting, and uh, I really took uh, a liking to acting the most and uh, directing. So, yeah, it was uh, cool. I think I answered that question. You did. It's perfect. I never and remember what the original question was. <laughs> if you had to sum up Los Angeles in one word, what would that word be? Um, good question. Uh, um, in one word, you can edit out my long... <laughs> Uh, thinking response here in one word um i would have to say um sunny yeah yeah and it has uh very different meanings it's sunny but it also yeah. feels good so it's Tell a us. double meaning word there Maddie, we are so excited to have you with us today. Thank you so much for being here with us. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is a real treat. Um, hey, we would love to start where we always start, which is just kind of hearing, you know, what made you, what, what, when did you know you wanted to be an actor? When, when did that first start? Or, or when did you know you um, were a creative type? Um, to be honest, it was um, watching Jim Carrey um in Ace Ventura uh when that came out in years ago in like 1994 and uh yeah that was uh I might have the the date wrong but anyway um yeah just seeing him uh I had never seen a movie in a theater where I was like on the ground rolling laughing couldn't <laughs> breathe just like I don't know it was like a it was like a weird, funny exorcism is how I can just <laughs> think of it looking back. But like, it was like, he was like healing me from, I don't know, all, all this stuff that went on in my childhood, you know, my parents divorce and all that stuff. He just, he made me forget about those things. And, um, I think that was such a, a huge impact on me that, 
that uh, comedy could do that for people, that they could, that it could heal them and make them feel incredible. And I, I didn't know it at, at the time, but I think I was like, oh, I want to do what he does. And you don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I was, you know, I'm from a small town in New Hampshire, Exeter, New Hampshire. So I didn't know, I have no idea how to get to Los Angeles or that dream to me. I don't know anyone in Hollywood. So it was very foreign to me. Um, and I just knew that I had to do that, be an actor where I can perform and heal people and make them laugh and have a good time. So, yeah. I just love comedy. Like my family is all very funny. Um, my mom is super funny. Uh, my stepdad, I think I get a lot of my humor from them. And, um, yeah. So, uh, I love acting. It's, it's fun. So you knew that you wanted, because, because you were closer to New York, but LA was your sort of, did you have that in your head because of Jim Carrey? Was that kind of your um, guiding star? So no, speak. my guiding star for that was my sister, Julia. She lived out here in, um, in Malibu and she went to Pepperdine university and she would send me like, um, she would send me things from, from LA, like, like California hats and cool sunglasses. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, I want to be, I want to be like my sister and move to move to California. So, and, and, you know, conveniently that's where, the movie business is so that was a big draw to uh to move to uh cali yeah yep (laughs) 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 so um because you talked a little bit about going to the film the new york film academy here um so that was sort of the next step of i'm gonna go there and then you had this opportunity to do so many different things that were connected to the business but acting is what constantly was the thing that was kind of what you wanted to do yeah acting um yeah it was um actually in film school i acted in a short film and i played like a detective and um the uh the director student was like oh wow you're really good at this acting stuff you should you should do this and uh i was like all right yeah and and that gave me the confidence to kind of really get into it and then other other students were like oh maddie's really good at acting let's um put him in in our short and that was like my you know my first introduction to like what acting really is so um but yeah, and another part that I'm thinking about right now is uh, my my high school um, teacher, my poetry teacher, was a big um, inspiration and a, a huge support, and me being, you know, being more myself. And we would have these poetry readings and uh, at our local bookstore, and that was kind of my first introduction to like performing was like reading my poems. And I really loved doing that. So I actually have so I, I uh, have a couple books out that are on Amazon. One's called oh. Yeah Space Cadet, and the other is called uh, Happy Birthday Every Day. They're on they're on Amazon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Thank God for those teachers that that are yeah, patient enough and good enough to guide us in the right direction. Yeah, and he was like really. I mean. 
in terms of besides my parents, they were teachers and they were just a huge support with me guiding me in the right direction. But yeah, um, you know, there's just, just that one teacher that really stands out and he's, he's the guy, Mr. Ferguson. Shout out to Mr. Ferguson. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So it sounds like your parents were supportive of, of you wanting to pursue this as a career. We, we hear a lot of stories about parents who aren't. Oh yeah. It, yeah. They're, they're very supportive. I think um, obviously they're concerned. They want me to be able to make a living, but they they um they've been supportive of me since the beginning and even in the, in the last you know 10 15 years they've really stuck by me and and supported me cuz i've i've had some health things come up that kind of that uh just kind of hurt my um kind of took the wind out of my sails um and they were they helped me financially and mentally and they just, they've always been there for me. So I had a heart uh, thing in 2010. My aorta was too big for my body and uh, they had to go in and fix it, but I'm fine now. I'm good. Um, so yeah, they've, they've always kind of um, supported me and rooted for me. And I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. We're grateful too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> hey. oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, God, that's 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 crazy. I, I, are um, when 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 you were kind of dealing with all of this stuff in your life, like, how would you say that you kind of continue on and and bolster yourself through the difficult times? Because there are, I think. And acting, it's such a kind of weird space, right? Because you're yeah. you play these characters, and yet you're also this real person <laughs> dealing with life stuff yeah. that can kind of knock you down at the same time. And yet you kind of have to keep going, or you have to get to that audition, or you have to do the job, despite the fact that you could be feeling a certain way. So, what is something? How how did you approach that? Well, I think you gotta like, um, you know when that's going on, you got to kind of take a, a break and regroup and reassess what's important and why you're doing what you're doing. And really, and that's what I did. Like, I just kind of was like, all right, I need to figure this out and get through it. And, uh, I did. And, um, I just kept the notion in my brain that I was like, I, I want to bring joy. I need to bring joy to people that are, you know, the kid that's out there that's going through what I went through as a, as a, uh, a young boy, um, you know, parents divorce, being bullied, um, un undiagnosed ADHD, which I was diagnosed a few years ago. And, um, you know, I think just, uh, bringing, showing other kids that might have ADHD or struggled with family stuff that uh, it's possible to get through it and uh, to find things that you enjoy and that bring you joy. So that's what really kept me going in the dark hours was knowing that I, I would still be able to bring that joy and just keep going. And my philosophy now is just I'm just happy to be here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think having a clear why, I, 
it's so fascinating hearing you talk because you knew you had your why from the beginning. That's really impressive. I, I feel like when you know your why, like when it's something bigger than just, you know, booking the role or being famous, you know, I say yeah. in quotations, <laughs> no one can see that. <laughs> but when it's it's a desire to bring joy or a desire to 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 make someone laugh or a desire to heal, I feel like that helps you rise above everything. And it Yeah, it, it really it, does. That's really impressive. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a lot of support from my family and my wife, and um, they've always just been so supportive of me. So that really helped lift me up quite a bit. Yeah. So how do you feel when you're auditioning? Just getting to the kind of nitty-gritty. Oh, yeah, when I'm auditioning? Yeah, do you get nervous? Um. I think I would get nervous in the beginning, but the more you prep, the less nervous you are. If you don't prep enough, you're more nervous. But if you really, really prepare, then you're not nervous and you can kind of um, just kind of glide into the performance that you want to have or do. And uh, that that really helped me. And, you know, uh, get over the nervousness is prepping and um and also another big part of it is just treating it like it's a you're filming it right now this is this is the shoot we're filming it like you know so act like it's the real deal and also another part of that is um think of it like you're making a little short film with your friends that's that's what's really helped and just letting that all go and not caring I mean, caring enough, but caring that you know that you did what you wanted to do. And most importantly, that you had fun. That's the most important thing to me, at least when I'm auditioning. Whether that be like, oh, I'm going to add a button or um, I'm going to wear a top hat or I don't know. Just something that makes you be like, I want to make this fun and creative and have a good time. So that really helped me be less uh, nervous and precious about it. I love that attitude. I, I feel like for some actors and maybe you're included in this, that's a, it's a hard thing to do the, the fun because the nerves get in the way sometimes. And, yeah. um, you know, you've, you've, you've been on some, you've booked some big jobs and been on some big shows and films. And do you feel like when you, when you get in those, you know, so-called bigger rooms, it's harder to, hold on to that sense of fun and remembering all those amazing tips you just gave us right now about, you know, having fun and not, not worrying so much about booking, but just, you know, being there. Are you saying, I'm sorry, are you saying that, uh, how do you not, how do do I keep that going when you're on set? Is that No, I'm saying like in the, in the auditions where you feel like it's really a, it's really a, you know, this is like a, something that could change your life. Like, are you still able to sort of bring that same um, approach? Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 I don't <laughs> ever find anything like, I don't ever try and find it 
make things too precious mm-hmm. and I, I try and just have a good time. And of course it'd be amazing to work with people that I love, but if it, if it doesn't work out, it's, there's so many factors, you know, whether they're, you know, they're casting, whether they're looking for the right type or, and I don't match that type and that's fine. As long as I brought them what I'm, what I'm known for bringing, which is like the dry humor and uh, which I know I can do. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I get cast for the most. And I, I'm happy doing the dry humor. That's what I bring. <laughs> that's my money maker. So yeah, mm-hmm. hire me all you want <laughs> um, for that. So that's such a great thing to know what you can do, you know, to, or to know what you bring to the table. When do you think yeah. you, you know, at what point in your career, or did you know it right away? Were you aware this is this is what I'm, you know, this is what I'm probably gonna be, be cast as. Yeah, um, I think um, yeah, I I've gone to acting school for many years at Leslie Kahn and Company, and um, you know we, we've had a we've had classes where they kind of they help us find what our type is and our specifics, and also I took like a. Uh, I took like a um, PR type class where it was like where you really narrowed down, you know, who you are and what you can bring to the table. And that was just, you know, like creating a list of what I what I can do and what what I'm able to accomplish with a role. And uh, and that's when stuff really started to click for me. Um, And I was I think I was going by Matthew at the time and. I was like, no, I want to, I want to be called like, you know what my family calls me, Maddie. I just think that's a better, better stage name. So I went by Maddie Carteropel and that's when really stuff started to change. Like automatically, I don't know what it was, cosmically or yeah, it's just, I just started getting booked more. And, you know, another thing I do is I get coached for every audition I have, no matter what it is, whether it's a few lines or just anything. I always have someone else there that can give me feedback because it's, it's so helpful and it, um, it kind of, it just helps with the competition because it's so competitive. If you have, you know, if you have an acting coach, it just, it helps so much. So, yeah, I think I answered that. (laughs) You definitely did. My ADHD. <laughs> Maddie, I know you. I know you work on your own stuff. You write and um, create. Yeah. Um, does that do, do, tell tell us a little about that? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think you gotta you gotta um, you gotta write and create your own projects um, when things are slow. Like you gotta you gotta keep active. That's a big thing about being an actor is you want to stay active. You can't just sit there and wait for the phone to ring. You have to make the phone calls. Like you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. Like when I was first starting out, I just wanted to be in like everything. I would, I would be in films, short films. I would just go out and be in friends stuff, just anything where I was on set acting to practice my craft. And I would, I would also do comedy shows um, I had a show called Maddie's Pizza Party and I would have stand up and do sketch and just really just stay active. And, you know, 
you know, I've been working with Pete, uh, your husband, and he's he's amazing. He's so quick, and his his brain is just fascinating to me. And um, he's really helped me a lot. He's given me the confidence to be like, all right, I think I can do this. I think I can be a writer. So I'm I'm so grateful for for Pete. Um, but yeah, so writing, directing, just stay active. Social media. Just do anything you can to like practice your craft, but also put yourself out there because someone's going to be watching and be like, oh, I can I can see that person in this role or they're great. I'm going to hire them, you know, you know, so. Yeah, speaking of social media, (laughs) that's actually something that I think a lot of actors struggle with. So you mentioned that it sounds like you use that as a tool to continue creating. How do you. How do you approach social media? What's one way you you look at it? Do you enjoy it? Um, uh, yeah, I enjoy it. It's just it's hard for me to stay active on it because I'm I just have so many other things going on. But yeah, I think when when things are a bit slower, you could maybe make sure you post a video a week, whether it be a, a sketch or um, a podcast or just just anything that that keeps you active and keeps your brain working. And, you know, like working that creative muscle of being a performer, I think is really important. And social media is great, whether you start a YouTube page or a TikTok or anything like that. Um, You know, you you can really create a name for yourself. I think that's a big thing. It's like create a name for yourself, become known in some way of, you know, whether that be in sketch or drama or um, stand up or podcasting, just become known and it becomes a lot easier to give yourself leverage to get the roles you want. Mm. I I would love to go back real quick to the, um, creating your own, you know, material and thank you for your kind words, by the way, I will pass those on. I know he thinks so highly of you as well. Um, do you, you know, we talk to so many actors who say, well, I want to create my own stuff, but I kind of just don't know where to start. I don't know you know, I don't know how to approach it. Um, do you just for them, do you work with another person? Do you work by yourself? Like when you did the, the comedy stuff at clubs, how did you approach that? Like, I'd love to just hear a little more about that. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. Find, find like a friend that you trust and that you like doing comedy with and you could team up with them. You can also host your own show, whether that be stand up or sketch. Um, you can also, you know, make, you know, short films and get, get them into film festivals, which I did. And, uh, that can be a great avenue for you. Um, yeah, just, uh, keep active and, uh, just try to do anything you can to, to put yourself out there. Um, was that the original question? Yes, that's perfect. That, that answered it perfectly. Thank you. Okay. Uh, can you repeat it though? Cause I, I had a thought and I, sure. I, it, I think my original question was, but you did answer it, but I'll say it was, um, Oh yeah. Do, do you work with a partner? Do you work by yourself? How do you approach it? Your, the, the, the pizza thing that you did at a comedy yeah, yeah. club. I th- um, I had a thought about that and, uh, um, yeah, uh, you don't necessarily, uh, with that, you don't necessarily have to have a partner. You can, you can also do it on your own and just kind of be the the director of it and you know the producer of it. And 
that's that's what I did, and um, it's great. I, I recommend reading this book, uh, The War of Art. That really helped me give me the confidence to kind of keep going. That's another thing that keep me the the confidence to keep going is to read that read that book. It just you know don't let anyone get in your way. Like if if you have a vision of what you want to do, just go for it because you know in the end you're going to look back and think, wow, I really went for it. You know, I didn't, I didn't hold back. I really put my, my heart and soul into everything and just kept going. So, yeah. So uh, all the actors listening, I believe in you just keep going. We do too. Yeah, we, we do as well. Um, Can you go back to confidence just a little bit? This is something we talk about in almost every podcast because everyone has a different answer to it. And it's so fascinating. You know, it's such an elusive thing, like how you can become more confident or how you continue, how you can keep that confidence um, during this kind of career that's nonlinear. So I love that you mentioned the war of art. Um, What are some other (laughs) tools that you used uh, in order to build confidence when you were just beginning your career and, and as you've continued on? Yeah, for sure. Um, just, uh, again, just stay active, you know, be in short films, make your, you know, be in sketches, just, uh, really work that muscle, um, take acting classes, even if you feel like you're good, like, uh, you, you, you probably need to learn more. So just keep going with that. Um, yeah. Another thing like reading books about, you know, acting and, just the the business of acting. Um, I really like the book Atomic Habits, which is cool, which helps you kind of regulate your habits and how to be um, better every day by just doing an extra 1% every day and just trying to be better. And actually, I I try and do that with my work too. Like when I approach something, um, I try and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do better than I did last time. The last time I did this, I'm going to do like, I don't know, um, 20% better. I'm going to, I'm going to do a a better job. So, so I've kind of always lived that way. Um, yeah. Um, uh, other books, um, the tipping point really helped me the, the war of arts and yeah, atomic habits. Uh, those are great books. I can send you other books too. Lists of books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. You're the second person today that's me- mentioned Atomic Habits. Oh, cool, cool. I've never heard of it until today, and now I've heard of it that's two great. people. So I think I need to read the book. <laughs> yeah. really um, the the thing I just I wanted to say is that what I think is really fascinating listening to you is that and everything that you do and I, I really hope that our listeners hear this from for what you're sharing you're so clear on what you're bringing to the room e- even when you audition you're going in there to bring a sense of fun and joy and laughter in that process so oh, that why that you have from from the beginning it's it's really there and it's it's really interesting to hear you talk because it's it's in every in every part of this conversation and and I really 
I want to just reiterate that for our listeners, because I think the cool thing about it, especially when we talk about confidence, is it can give you a leg up when you understand why you're walking into the room. When you're, you know, when you're doing something of service to somebody else and for a very specific reason, it's easier to do what you're doing. It's easier to get out of your own way. Um, and I think that the other thing that you're saying that I also want to kind of reiterate so that they hear this as well is to create your own work. I mean, you've literally worn every single hat (laughs) from the beginning by starting at the New York film Academy. I mean, you started off doing every piece of this um, ensemble that exists in the, in the industry. And so you know how to put on the different hats and how to walk forward in these different ways and to, to keep self-generating work. Um, And I think that's really cool. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, Another thing with the why is I, um, is I have a mission statement that I wrote out on a piece of paper and I have it framed by my bedside um, table. And I just, I have that by me and I, I look at it every, I try and look at it every morning and just, you know, again, the same, you know, just, I I'm doing this to bring joy to, people that are struggling at home and that need a little joy in their lives. And that's the way I do what I do. So I have that by my bedside table, a mission statement. Wow. When did you write that? Uh, probably like 10, probably like, yeah, like, probably like 12 years ago, I think. Wow. Yeah. And that's, again, that's when stuff really started to change for me. So I really made it clear vision of what I wanted. Yeah. You know, what I also love just to, to add to, to what you said, Camille is, and it, the mission statement just, you know, it shows even more, I think what I'm about to say, which is um, Camille, you were talking about confidence and Maddie, you do exude such confidence. And yet it's not the confidence that I think people sometimes Uh-oh. think of like with, to kind of piggyback on what Camille was saying, I feel like, um, you know, you do, you bring, you, you, you exude so much confidence and yet it is not the the sort of stereotypical confidence that we think of with a lot of bravado and kind of big and walking in and, you know, taking your space and, you know, kind of all that stuff. It's this very like thoughtful, um, kind, confidence and with a lot of humility mixed in and it's it's really uh it's a really beautiful thing to see so thank you oh thank you um i'm so sad that we are out of time because i feel like i could listen to you all day um (laughs) but we always end by asking our guests if you don't mind um, just because we talk a lot about LA too, because a lot of people are thinking about moving to LA, perhaps that are listening. Yeah. Um, if there's anything you can share with our listeners, we call an LAism. That's something that you have noticed is unique to this great city of ours. Yes, uh, LA drivers are afraid of driving in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know true. why, but very funny because it's just a little rain <laughs> says the new slow. hampshire boy that drew, yeah, drove in eight feet of snow <laughs> exactly yeah it's just a little la- a little rain <laughs> it's like a snow day in la when it yeah. rains it's like oh my gosh we have Can't to go anywhere <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. so true so. um 
Maddie, that's perfect. And thank you so much for being with us today. Yes, this was thank you so really much. inspiring and uh, helpful to me. I know it will be helpful to others too. Thank you. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. If you enjoyed learning today from Maddie, you will definitely want to check out the Speak LA membership, where professional casting directors, agents, and top-tier teachers come on as guest artists every month to work directly with our Speak LA members. This episode of Speak LA the Podcast was sponsored by Actress Connection. Actors Connection offers free resources, including valuable online programs. For more information, go to actorsconnection.com and sign up for their e-blast today. Our sound engineer is the very talented Dan Leonard of homevoiceoverstudio.com. My name is Jen Jostin. And I'm Camille thornton Olson, and we are the founders of Speak LA. You can find us at ispeakla.com. See you next time. See you time. next time.